Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Recently went on some travels myself. Not I... quite the Holy Land. No. <laughs> went, down, <laughs> went down to uh, to Branson for fall break. Yeah, uh, not the Holy Land. <laughs> not nearly as exciting as the travels of our good friend, the Reverend Dr. Nobile Noor, pastor of Trinity Lutheran Church in Hartford, South Dakota, fourth vice president of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Pastor Noor, thanks so much for joining us on the Coffee Hour this morning. Well, blessed morning to both of you. I don't know the saint who's sitting right next to you, but I would love to meet her and know at least her name. This is Sarah. <laughs> well, hello, Princess Sarah. Good morning to you. Good morning. That is the meaning and of my thank name. You, <laughs> and thank you for allowing me to take this moment to visit with you during the coffee hour. And I pray that our time will be beneficial for all of the saints who will listen through the medium of the internet, the radio, telephone, uh, laptops, or whatever. Pastor Noor, for our friends, our listeners who may not know about your childhood home, tell us about where you grew up. Well, uh, St. Andy, as you know, I was born in Nazareth, and my uh, takeoff normally is, or my introduction, can anything good come out of Nazareth? <laughs> I can actually, I can actually use that line, and I always say, please wait till I'm done preaching or lecturing, and then you give me the answer. <laughs> of course, that breaks the ice. I grew up in, uh, I was born in Nazareth, lived in Nazareth for three full years, then we moved to Haifa, Israel, which is right on the beach, about two blocks from the beach. Uh, I grew up as a Catholic, uh, came to this country to go to school, and then intended to really go back and uh, return home, take probably over my father's business. And then I met a beautiful lady uh, who stole my heart, and she happened to be a Lutheran, which I've never heard of in my life. What is Lutheran? Anyway, uh, to make the story short, we just celebrated 42 years of blessing, uh, three wonderful children through that marriage, and a total of 17 after I came back by myself here. Now we have 17 in my family, 12 grandchildren. Three live with Jesus and nine live with their parents. So that's a little bit back around. I'm fluent in Arabic and Hebrew. I know other languages as well, but those are my two major languages apart from English. And when I came to this country, I knew no English whatsoever. Wow. So when, when you return to your, your childhood home and to the Holy Land, um, what what do you want to share with the people who come with you? The number one thing that I often say to my people is I want you to look beyond the rocks, the beautiful churches, the steeples, the bells, and all of those things, and to see the eternal rock, Christ Jesus. The way I describe it, Sarah, is this. We read the Bible in black and white form. I give it sound, I give it smell, I give it sight, and I uh, give it in a video form so that when people actually travel with me, they really can visualize Jesus walking in these places. And oftentimes, like we just returned a week ago Wednesday I returned this past Wednesday I returned and uh, some of the comments that have come back on the survey 
Pastor, I just cannot thank you enough for keeping the emphasis what it is about Jesus. And I will never read the Bible in the same way. That is really my goal. That is my hope. That is my joy as I take people with me on the tour. So people come along with you as guests and, and learn about the Holy Land. What about you? Do you learn something upon each return visit to the Holy Land? Every time that I go back, I learn how many of my countrymen do not know the saving grace of Jesus Christ. They are still in the mode of having to work to earn salvation. And I impress upon them that it is a free gift. It's been done. It's a constant struggle for me. That's one thing. The other thing that I learned is uh, when I begin to um, delve into the scripture and make comments on every site, I literally begin to shake and sometimes tears come down because those words are not just words. They are living words life-sustaining words, life-changing words, life-supporting words. They are not just words on a page, but they are actively in my heart. And I never get tired of opening the scripture or singing a hymn like at the Nativity Church or the Holy Sepulchre or Golgotha, where you're there with the crucified my Lord. That just sends shrills over my back and goosebumps everywhere. So I learn a lot every time I go, and I learn things from people that come with me, how their walk of faith has been strengthened. I mean, uh, one example, one of the saints who went with me by the name of Linda, when we were at the Golgotha site, there were tears, literally tears. She was sobbing and uh, realizing that Jesus had done all of that for her. That, to me, is the, just the excellencies of putting the word front and center. I can only imagine um, going to the Holy Land and, and experiencing all these things that we read about. Um, I haven't had the chance to do that yet, so maybe, hopefully, someday I'll be able to. Um, but just being able to experience all of that must put a different uh, a different view on, on when you read Scripture, like you said. Uh, what, what are some of the places and, and things that uh, your guests get to see and learn when you go on these trips? Well, first, I hope you can join me because I make uh, my tours very personal. <laughs> I, I focus on three C's, culture, custom, and Christ. All of these are, for me, the major points that I want to highlight. As far as what do we see, we literally, uh, the tour is walking in the footsteps of Jesus. You go with him to Nazareth, Capernaum, Cana, the wedding sites. You go with him to the Transfiguration Mount. You go to the Jordan. I don't baptize people uh, again because they're already baptized. Uh, we go to um, Banias or Caesarea Philippi. We go to Caesarea by the sea where Paul spent two years. Um, we go to Jerusalem, Bethlehem. We do the uh, walking in the footsteps of Jesus, literally from where they took him from the Garden of Gethsemane all the way to Caiaphas' house, and then on to Golgotha, and then on to the burial spot, 
We go further south to the Dead Sea at Jericho, where he visited the Zacchaeus and the Temptation Mountain. We go to Elat, which is the Red Sea for R and R to refresh and to reflect about the crossing of the Egyptians. So we pretty much, from Dan to Beersheba, we cover it. And uh, it's a 13-day tour, but it really allows you to look at Scripture in a different light. That is, what an amazing learning experience, just a total mm-hmm. immersion learning experience. We have just one minute left, Pastor. <laughs> What's one example of something that uh, maybe you or one of your guests views differently, understands differently from Scripture, having then seen uh, that particular location? Well, I will say I just received a wonderful note from one of the saints that said, thank you for keeping the focus on Jesus. You know, when you go on a tour, there's so many things to do and so many things to see and to focus on the food, the clothing, all of these things. But what the one thing that I really try and people have caught it is Jesus is front and center. That everything he did is really enormous. And the one point that I uh, heard somebody say, which they heard me say myself, Jesus was a stud. By that I mean he's able to walk 20 miles in a, a rough terrain, and we think of going uh, walking for three miles or running three miles. Boy, that is something. But mm-hmm. you try to climb a mountain that's about 3,500 feet above sea level, and you'll feel your lungs about to burst. <laughs> Jesus did that. Amen. Jesus did that. Yeah. Reverend Dr. Nabil Noor, Pastor of Trinity Lutheran Church in Hartford, South Dakota, 4th Vice President of Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Thank you so much for sharing with us about your recent travels back to the Holy Land. It is my pleasure and God's blessings to both of you, Andy and Sarah. Thank you. God bless you too, Pastor Noor. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.